Mesech's part of Paragud Aleph, Mishnah Basin, Tul Paragud Aleph, Mishnah Hay. Truma refers to the part of the produce that one is obligated to give to a Koyen, and it has particular sanctity to it, and it's forbidden for a non-Koyen to eat that food. As well as that, a Koyen who has become Tome is also forbidden to eat Truma. If Truma does become Tome, then there is a mitzvah to burn it. Although, if it does not become Tome, it's actually forbidden to burn it, because one is not allowed to just waste and destroy Truma. Because of this, if there are cases of doubt that arise with regards to whether Truma became Tome or not. So on the one hand, the Truma cannot be eaten in case it is Tome. On the other hand, it cannot be burnt, because if indeed it did not become impure, then it's forbidden to destroy it. And there are various different cases of doubt which can lead to different laws as to what exactly should be done with the truma. And the Mishnah is going to show that the same rules apply for mechatos, the water that has been mixed together with the paraduma ashes. Kolasophic toholit truma. Any case of doubt which is ruled pure for the sake of truma, toholachatos. If the identical case of doubt arose with regards to the mechatos, it would also be ruled pure. Hatoloi litruma, now a case of doubt which is ruled as doubtful for truma, such that it cannot be eaten and it cannot be burnt. It has to be left by itself. That only applies to truma, which cannot be burnt if it didn't become tome. However, if we have a doubt of whether mechatos became pure, impure or not, there's no problem to destroy the mechatos, and therefore nishpach lechatos, the water can just be spilled out when it comes to the mechatos. That having been said, im osu al gabov taharais, if instead of spilling out the paraduma ashes, they used it to purify people or items that were tome, and then the person or item touched truma, Although the mechatos was supposed to be spilled out, there is a chance that it is, it is still valid mechatos in case it didn't become tome. So now essentially the items that were, or the person who was purified is possibly purified, possibly not. So if that item touches truma, then the truma is going to be in a case of doubt, and teluyais, the truma would need to be literally suspended, meaning it cannot be eaten and it cannot be burnt. Or fofais, this refers to wooden slats or boards, and the particular boards that are being discussed are ones that are not considered to be a key at all. They are not able to hold anything, and at the same time, their purpose is not for supporting the weight of a person, and therefore they can't become tome at all. Even if a source of impurity touches them, they won't become tome because they have not got the halachic status of a key, a utensil, and because of that, to hoyos le kodesh vile truma they would always be considered pure for the sake of Korbanais and Truma and even Pora Aduma. Rebel Yezer says Hora Odais, which are also wooden boards that are connected to each other. And although this was not their purpose, but once in a while, somebody, a, a people would, would sit on it. They would sit on these wooden, be- on wooden beams. And according to Rebel Yezer, that is enough for them to gain the status of a Kli. And therefore, Tameis Lechatos, at least with regards to Paraduma laws, they are considered to be Tome. Mishnah Gimel, the minimum size that Tome food needs to be in order to transfer its impurity onwards to something else, or to somebody else, is the size of a kabetza, the size of an egg. 
The Mishnah says, Tevela shal truma, a fig cake, which is truma, shenoflon seich mechatos, that falls into a container of mechatos. Even if the truma was not known to be tome at all, with regards to the laws of paraduma, it is considered to be tome. So the mechatos is going to become impure as a result. Unatola, and meanwhile, the person takes that truma out of the mechatos with his hands. Vachola, and he eats it. Mieshbo kabeitza, if it is at least the size of a kabeitza, the size of an egg, bein tamea, bein tahira, whether the fig cake was known to be impure or not, hamayim tameim, firstly, the mechatos becomes impure, and thereby invalidated. And v'ha'oichla, the person who ate that fig cake, which is at least the size of a kabeitza, chayev misa, is liable to death by the hands of Hashem, an early death. That is the punishment which is given to somebody who is Tome himself, not the Truma. He himself is Tome, and he eats Truma. And in this case, the person, by touching the Mechatos, when he took the piece out, became Tome Midairaisa, according to the Torah. And he then ate Truma, and therefore he is liable to that severe punishment. Ein Bokabetza, what happens if the piece of the fig cake is smaller than the size of an egg? Hamayim Tohirim, the Mechatos itself remains pure because food cannot make something else Tome if it is smaller than a Kabetza. However, the person is still impure because he touched the Mechatos, not for the sake of being purified, but rather when he took the piece of the Truma out of the Mechatos. And that made him impure, and then he ate truma. So as long as the amount of truma that he ate was at least the size of a kazayas, the size of an olive, which is smaller, that would still be sufficient to make him liable to that punishment of being, of dying early by the hands of Hashem. And therefore the Mishnah says, the one who eats it, Chayev Misa, is liable to death by the hands of Hashem. Rabbi Yossi says, but if the piece of the fig cake was known to be pure, and it was guarded from becoming impure for the sake of truma, then Hamayim Tahirim, the water remains pure. And this is the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi. Unlike what we have understood until now in the Masechta, that anything that wasn't specifically guarded from impurity for the sake of the Parah Aduma is considered to be Tome in terms of the Parah Aduma. According to Rabbi Yaisi, if it was protected from impurity for the sake of truma, which is also sanctified and requires the protection and it needs to be pure, that is sufficient even in terms of the Paraduma. The Mishnah ends off with another rule of Tumor that is Midrabonon, and that is, if the majority of one's body together with his head is immersed in Maim Sha'uvim, which is drawn water, water that is inside of a utensil, then Midrabonon, the person becomes impure. Now, mechatos is always going to be Maim Sha'uvim, because it's held in a container. It's not in the ground, it's not part of a river, it's being hold, held in a container. And the Mishnah says, Atohar lechatos, somebody who is pure, he was protected from impurity with the intention that he be fit and pure to carry out the paradigmal procedure. That he dipped his head and the majority of his body into the mechatos. Nitma, he becomes impure. And as soon as he is Tome, and now he's touching the Mechatos, so the Mechatos also become impure and invalidated. This is unlike somebody who becomes Tome merely by touching the Mechatos. That does not make the Mechatos itself impure, because the entire impurity came from the fact that it is Mechatos. Whereas over here, the impurity is due to a general rule of Maim Shovim. 
is on an impurity that is unique to the Mechatos, and therefore that impurity would affect the Mechatos itself and make it impure and thereby invalid. Anybody who requires immersion in a mikveh in order to be purified, this is a way of saying anybody who is Now, for a person to be that means that he is either on the level of an av hatuma, which is the primary level of impurity, for example, if he touched a dead body, or the more common impurity that would apply to a person is if he touched a different source of impurity other than de- other than a dead body, in which case he would be on the level of a rishon latuma, which is one level lower than an av hatuma. So if somebody is either an av hatuma or a rishon latuma, metames hakodesh. He has the ability to make carbonis, the meat of carbonis, impure. There's a truma, or to make truma, which is the produce given to Karnim and is sanctified. That would also become impure if the person touches it. There's a chulin, or regular unsanctified food. There's a meiser, or meisersheni food, which is a tenth of one's produce, which he needs to separate and bring up to Yerushalayim in order to eat there. And there is also a requirement to not allow the Maisashani to become Tome. Be as it may, all different kinds of food become Tome if they touch a Rishon Latuma. As well as that, somebody who is on the level of a Rishon Latuma, the Osral Bias Hamikdash, he is forbidden to enter into the Bias Hamikdash due to his impurity. La'achar Bi'osai, after he goes into the Mikveh, the Mikveh is the collection of natural rainwater which is used to purify the person, after he immerses himself fully in the mikveh, and he is now awaiting the night, because until the night arrives, he still has a low level of impurity, and he is called a tavul yoim, who is somebody who has been to the mikveh that day, and for the most part, he has been purified. However, he has got a very small level of impurity until the end of that day, and the level of impurity that he has is very similar to a sheni latuma. Two levels lower than an av and a shenil tumor metames hakodesh, it would make carbonous carbon meat. It would make it tome. Upaisal is a tumor, and it would invalidate tumor because tumor that becomes tome can no longer be eaten. It becomes invalidated, and the rule is that tumor can become even a shlishil tumor, three levels lower than an av and the meat of carbonis can become even a revi'il which is four levels lower than an av And that explains the difference of language which the Mishnah uses, whether it just becomes tome or it becomes invalidated. With regards to truma, the Mishnah says that it becomes invalidated, and that means that the truma that touches the person who is a sheni latuma, it would become tome, but if that truma goes ahead and touches other truma, then it wouldn't become tome because that would already be the fourth level lower, and Truma cannot reach such a level. On the other hand, with regards to the meat of Karbanais, the Mishnah uses the language of it becoming fully impure, which implies that even if the meat of Karbanais would touch other meat of Karbanais, it would also become Tome, because the meat of Karbanais can become Tome even on the level of a Revi'ila Tuma, which is two, t- two steps removed from the Shainila Tuma, which is the level that the person has right now. Divir Meir, that is the opinion of Reb Meir, who equates a Tavul Yoim with a regular Sheni Latuma, two steps removed, two steps, two levels lower than an Av Hatuma. However, the Chachomim, Oimim, the Chachomim say, Paisel Bakodesh Vatruma, it would invalidate the meat of Karbonais or Truma. The implication of the Chachomim is that even the meat of Karbonais would become Tomei, but it wouldn't have the ability to pass that impurity onwards to other meat of Karbonais. 
which means that this tumor must be slightly lower than a shenilat tumor, or it's a weak form of a shenilat tumor, such that carbonase that would come tummy from it would not have the power to transfer that impurity onwards to other carbonase. Now, somebody who is a tavul yoim, the Mishnah says, he is permitted to eat regular non, non, non-sanctified food and maiseshani. Even though maiseshani also needs to be protected from becoming impure, the low level that a tavul yoim has is not enough to prevent him from being able to eat maiseshani. The in Amikdosh, and if the person who became Tomei enters into the Beis Amikdosh, whether he did so before he went to the mikveh, or even after he went to the mikveh and he is now a tavul yoim, he would be liable to the severe punishment of kores when one is, so to speak, cut off from Hashem. And this is the punishment for somebody who is Tomei who enters into the Beis HaMikdosh. And even tavul yoim is included in that. A person who needs to go to the mikveh in order to be purified, but only for example, if he eats tome food. He becomes impure and he needs to immerse himself in a mikveh in order to be purified. The level of impurity that he has is a shenila tomar. Although it's impossible for a person to have this low level of impurity of a shenila tomar, there are certain cases where even a person can have this low level of impurity. And since the level being discussed is a he can make the meat of carbonase tome, and he can make truma invalid. Again, the difference of language is that something that is tome has the ability to transfer that impurity onwards. But something that is called invalid, although it itself is tome, it cannot pass its impurity onwards. The person is permitted to eat chulin or maizashani because he is on the level of a shani latumah. To Rebbe that is the opinion of Rebbe Meir. However, the Chachom the Chachom say that he is forbidden to eat maizashani. Although if he touches the maizashani, the maizashani will not become tomei because he has a low level of a shani latumah. To eat maizashani is forbidden midrabanan because maizashani at the end of the day does need to be protected from impurity. And for a Tommy person to eat the Maishashani is considered to be more severe. The reason why in the previous Mishnah everybody agrees that he is permitted to eat Maishashani is because although a Tavul Yoim is equivalent to a Shani Latumar, at the end of the day he has been to the Mikvah, he's already begun his purification process and indeed completed most of it. And therefore the Chachomim saw it fit not to decree in that case that he is not allowed to eat it. Continues the Mishnah, after the person immerses himself fully in the mikveh, in the collection of natural water which purifies himself, he is now permitted to eat and touch all of these different types of food, even truma and korbanis, sacrifices, because the whole concept of a tavul yoim only applies to somebody who is tommy midda but if his entire impurity in the first place was only Midirabonon, it was only based on a rabbinic stringency, so then as soon as he goes to the mikveh, he would be fully pure and he does not need to wait until nighttime. Ve'imboil mikdosh, and if he enters into the Beis HaMikdosh after becoming Tommy Midirabonon, whether he did so before going to the mikveh or afterwards, Potter, he would be exempt from the punishment of Kares because the entire impurity that he has is only Midirabonon.